What is up, guys? Welcome to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. And today, you know what? This article may have been written in 2016, but I feel like it's something that everybody could go for a good listen to or a good hear of. You know, go read it. And it's from happykit.com, and it's literally like the first or second thing that pops up when you Google top list of things to do outside stoned. Because you know what? It's year two of quarantine. A lot of us I know have been slacking on physical activity and exercise, but we haven't been slacking on smoking or doing dumb shit. So you know what? If we're going to do this, we might as well go outside and get some physical activity in because there's absolutely nothing wrong with being one of the couch lock homies, the guy that you hang out with and play video games, you order pizza, you don't go anywhere, you don't do shit, you just vibe. And that is totally okay. Let me be 100% about that up front. If you're not into doing shit outside, maybe this isn't for you. But for those of us like me that like to go out and do weird, crazy, stupid, dumb shit, especially outside in the weather, the springtime, the wintertime, doesn't matter what time of year, if you can find something for me to do outside, nine times out of ten, I'll at least give it a shot. And so, with that, this is going to be the quickest intro ever because I don't plan on making this a very long episode. I work at 10 o'clock tonight, so I apologize, but I figured I'd put something out there for you guys to enjoy in the meantime. So hey, here it is, outdoor activities. Now, before I cut this, take my mini break and, you know, come back, I want to let you guys know some of my favorite things to do outside when I'm stoned is either go for walks, go for hikes, skateboard. I've gone mountain climbing, stoned. Do not recommend it. I, I honest to God, absolutely do not recommend it. You guys have all, if you've heard this episode, if you heard the episode, you probably have. If not, I'm going to have to retell that story real quick. And for those of you that have heard it, go ahead and skip ahead. It's only going to take me like 30 seconds. So anyways, a couple years ago, me and my buddy, we're deciding we're going to do shrooms for the first time. And this like amazing time that I've had like I've been, I've been dosed with them before and I hated it I was scared to shit we had a douchebag friend when I was in high school put some shrooms on pizza and hand it to us not cool had a bad time had a bad trip really didn't ever want to fuck with psychedelics again but one of my buddies at work that I worked with he convinced me he's like hey man like come on dude like this could be really fun like you're gonna enjoy it we're gonna go out for the weekend you know I'm like hey can I bring my buddy he really wants to try him too and he's like yeah man like like, I gave him the money to go pick up our shrooms. Like, we met up at his place, jumped in the car, drove up to the mountains, and went out for this, like, camp night adventure. And as we're hiking up the side of this hill, like, we took our shrooms at the base of the hill so they'd kick in as we were hiking up. Like, we've had a plan to hit this part right where the trail leveled off, and it was basically a straight shot to the campsite. And once these shrooms kicked in, dude, I mean, like, I wasn't, like... I don't think I was feeling as much as my other buddy was. He was pretty, like, spaced out looking around. He kept stopping and, like, staring at shit. And I was like, hey, hey, come on, man. Let's go. For me, like, colors got really vibrant. As tree branches and stuff were kind of waving back and forth in the breeze, like, it kind of had that, like, delayed image effect to it. It was really cool. I looked up at the clouds and stuff and swore that, like, I could see, like, stars in the clouds. I didn't really say anything. I was pretty quiet. But everything was super vibrant, super comfy. I had sunglasses on, so everything had, like, this bluish-purple tint to it. And, like, oh, man, there there was this coolest moment where I took took my sunglasses off to look at this bird. And it was a robin. And this thing was red. And I've never seen robins out here. But, dude, I kid you not. I'm looking at it, and this thing is, like, fire engine fucking red. And I'm just kind of, like, staring at it. Like, I couldn't believe that such a thing existed in this world. Like, it was amazing. And then we hit this river, and my buddy goes, okay, like, this is this is water from a spring up the mountain. 
he's like, we can drink this. Just make sure that, you know, we put it through the filter bottles first. And we had these bottles that he had that, like, you filled the cup with water, you pressed the top down, and it filtered it. And then, like, you pulled, you no, you pressed it down to push everything through, and then you pulled it back out, and it filtered everything, and you just kind of shook the filtered part off, and then you put the lid on it. And pretty much, like, you could turn any water into, like, drinkable water with this thing. I, I, I know this is taking longer than 30 seconds to explain, but when I filled the water bottle, I didn't filter it because I was tripping on shrooms and high on weed at this point. And I was just so thirsty that I, I didn't care. I did not care. I ended up almost swallowing a fucking pebble from the river, but, you know, I'm all right. I'm all good. Not river, stream, brook. I don't, I don't know what you'd call that. But anyways, guys, it was a really fun time. Do I recommend doing shrooms before any of these activities? Probably not. Unless you're, like, an experienced mushroom user. I am not. I've done it, like, twice, and I had a great old time. But anyways, I'm going to collect my thoughts real quick, take a couple hits off the stizzy, and I'm going to come back. We're going to breeze through this article, and that's going to be today's podcast. Alright, well, right off the bat there, I dropped my stizzy, but hey, we're back. And you know what? Again, this article is from happykit.com from September 23rd of 2016, but I feel like it still applies to a lot of things we could get away with doing today. Maybe even easier with the changes in legislations and local laws and restrictions. But let's be real, it even says on here, seasoned cannabis users know that for the most part, not all marijuana users are lazy. Here at Happy Kid HQ, we love the great outdoors and are firm believers that the use of cannabis elevates our natural adventures. Okay. Quick pro tips. Cannabis sativa is the preferred strain for outdoor activities. Yes, yes it is, because if you're not using sativa, you're using indica and you're going out to do shit, it doesn't have as many of the, 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 sleepy, the sleepy time effects as indica does. I mean, there's a couple sativas that I've smoked that I'm not going to lie. They made me pretty fucking tired. It made me just not want to really do shit. But you know what? Yeah. Pro tip number two is start small and work your way up. A small joint before you take off on your hike will make it an exhilarating experience. But if you smoke a blunt, you may just want to sit down and look at some pretty flowers. Like I just said about the mushrooms. Yeah, it, it does that. That happens. Three, choose an outdoor activity where you know marijuana will better your experience, not make it more difficult. All right. And on that note, we're getting into it. Number one is snowboarding. Okay, don't know about that. I've, I've been snowboarding. I've been snowboarding. Don't get me wrong. I would definitely, like, smoke and go roll down a hill. But it depends on what kind of mountains you're hitting because I'm telling you, dude, if you're, like, if you're hitting the slopes and you smoke the wrong strain and you're just like, oh, man, I don't know if I should do this. If you don't know if you should do something, the correct answer is probably no. You definitely shouldn't be doing that thing. And it even says here, a good strain selection that will give your brain a boost without any lethargic bodily effects will keep you riding at your best. Yeah, I guess, to an extent. Just please, if you are going to go snowboarding while stoned, be careful. Number two, hiking. I absolutely fucking agree with this one. Like, it's, it's, it's awesome going up on a big-ass mountain on a big-ass trail. And it even says here they have a marijuana travel case with a grinder, pipe, and lighter. 
is all you need to have a zero footprint nature experience. Oh, we're all about the environment too, guys. Like, I admit, smoking a joint does have its benefits, but when you gotta flick that little piece of it down on the ground and put it out, like, try to find a trash can because, well, you know, number one, it creates trash. Number two, like, if you're towing up in the mountains and you're smoking blunts and you're leaving plastic wrappers and, like, lighters and dumb shit up there, don't. Because the next person to go up there that wants to enjoy that experience of that same hike, maybe without the weed, maybe with weed, I don't know. Like, this is not something you want to see on top of a really, really pretty mountainside as a Swisher wrapper, all right? That, that's all I'm saying. Next on the list is going to be going to the beach. Smoking a nice indica while relaxing beachside is one of the best experiences ever. There's some states where you can smoke outside on the open sands, but for the most part, you'll probably want to keep your stash discreet in a good weed travel kit. On the other hand, you just load up on tasty edibles and just lay out on a blanket and nap the day away. Don't ever fall asleep at the beach unless you're like inside of a tent or you're inside of a car. Don't ever go out in the middle of the sun, lay down super stoned and fall asleep because I guarantee fucking to you, dude, you'll get sunburned. Bad. And it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, I just tan. No. Don't do it. It's bad for your skin. It's bad for your health. It's bad for you in general. Just don't take a nap in the actual sun. If you're tanning, that's one thing. But please, just be careful. Like, chill. Camping, as we just discussed. Yes, seriously though, who doesn't love camping? You get to hang out in a tent, enjoy the fresh air, and get baked while you roast weenies on an open fire. Actually done that. Oh, they have a new they have a list of places to go get stoned. If you're going to be driving, don't forget to keep your green safe in a smell resistant marijuana travel kit. Alright. I mean I I feel like I feel like they're advertising a lot for their travel kit here, but you know what? Let's go to their places to go get stoned article. We'll make this a, we'll make this a double article day. Alright guys, so I am back and I am stoned more now than I was earlier. I do need to pass out at some point today, take a nap before going to work. But this is going to be from the same place, happykit.com, September 11, 2016. Our top five favorite places to go camping stoned. Number one is White Mountain National Forest. Oh, it's in New England. Cool. Never been there. It looks really pretty. I'd say go ahead and look it up, guys. 800 campsites and allows backwoods camping. Plus, they're open year-round. Ooh. Pine Grove Furnace State Park, Pennsylvania. Again, this one looks really pretty. I'd say go check it out. Go look it up. 2,186 miles about on this tr- on this trail. Only about 2,000 people attempt to conquer it, every- the whole thing every year. And then only about a quarter of them actually finish it. Yo, that actually sounds really fucking fun. 70 tent and trailer spots available for rent and campgrounds are open from April through December. Awesome. Olympic National Park, Washington. I've wanted to go here for so fucking long, dude. I've wanted to go here, like, absolutely every every single fucking day since I've seen this park. It actually has three different ecosystems you can visit. Start your day relaxing at Ruby Beach and taking the gorgeous views, or hang out in the push where you can watch whales breaching in the water. You know, anyone that's seen Twilight... Do you remember La Push? I mean, I guess. You should. First movie. Surfing. Afterwards, you can head over to Kinwalt. I don't know that one. Rainforest. And check out the largest Sitka spruce trees in the world. That actually sounds really, really lit. 
Yosemite National Park here in my home state of California. Yo, if you've never been to Yosemite, dude, dude, go fucking check it out. 95% of the park's area is designated as protected wilderness. No cars, electricity, no roads. Most people visit with the intention of hiking up to Glacier Point, which overlooks Yosemite Valley. It is actually amazing. Like, if you can manage, it even says here, 13 different camping areas, but are incredibly popular and reservations are strongly recommended. I would, I would a thousand percent recommend going and checking out Yosemite. I've been there. Another really cool place to camp out here, really close to where I live actually, is Joshua Tree. And it's literally just open desert. Like, I mean, and, and they even say, too, there's warnings up there in the summertime, like, watch out for rattlesnakes, look out for scorpions, watch out for, like, I don't know, fucking wind, because sand plus wind equals scary. And Zion National Park, Utah is the last one. Uh, it looks really pretty. Check it out. Zion National Park. You can also explore the subway pictured above. But okay. All right. Okay, cool. Neat. Uh, you get to get permits, per permits, permits at the park the day before or the day of your trip. Remember the wildlife we talked about before you go? It's highly suggested you read through the Zion Wilderness Guide. All right. Well, that's interesting. But anyways, guys, so that's their, like, top places to go camping stoned, I guess. For me, Joshua Tree is awesome. I've gone camping in here in Joshua Tree. I've gone camping out in Arizona, like... Straight up desert camping, dude, is hella sketchy. Like, I can't talk much for like rainforests and like, you know, shit like that, or like the big, like, giant redwood tree forests up in like Washington and shit. Never been. My three favorite places that I've gone camping have got to be Joshua Tree, probably number two, and it's fun. Number one has got to be this random spot that my buddy has. There's this trail up in Palm Springs. If you go down one of the side, like the side lines that follows this little stream that runs down from the top, you'll find this little like mini waterfall. There's a little spot where all the water pours in that is shaped exactly like a heart. And people go up there, hike up the trail part way, and then cut off this little side trail. And they camp up there all the fucking time. You're not supposed to, but did we do it? Yeah. Was it awesome? Yeah. Was it kind of cool having a natural water source right next to us? Yeah, it was great. Did you pee in this water? No. People down the stream, people down the side of the mountain who are stopping and using refillable water bottles, even if you filter it, dude, imagine accidentally drinking somebody's pee. Yeah, and you know what? That's going to take me into, like, a next segment of this article, which is going to be... Not this article, but this episode, which is going to be... And this thought just occurred to me. Welcome, Stoner Thoughts. We're here. I'm stoned. I'm just ranting to you guys for a little bit today, and I really, really hope you enjoy it. It's it's random at this point. The the hiking spots article, that was, that was not planned. The outdoors activities article, that was the only part of this entire fucking thing that I had planned today. So, I'm just going to ramble to you. Let me tell you guys about, like, some of the weirdest shit that people have done when we've been stoned. Now, number one has got to be my buddy when we got the munchies one night. And he had, like, next-level munchies. I mentioned this a few times. But he had Oreos on a plate to his left and burritos from Del Taco, the dollar bean and cheese burritos, on a plate to his right and a big-ass cup of milk 
sitting in the middle. And I'm like, bro, how can you drink milk and eat burritos? That's fucking disgusting. And he's like, man, it's not that bad. Like, go ahead and try it. I'm like, no, dude, no, I'm good. And so I'm sitting there with a Dr. Pepper, a couple of burritos with some french fries. And let me tell you guys, best way to make a Del Taco Cheapo burrito even better is you open it up. You open it up. You take like five or six, maybe like ten french fries per burrito. And you lay them down the center of the burrito so there's potato in it now. Add some red sauce. Roll that shit back up and just go to town on it. Dude, that that potato, the crunchy aspect, really, I'm, I'm going to tell you, game changer. 100% game changer. And... But anyways, my buddy's sitting there with Oreos on one side and burritos to the other. Ends up dunking his burrito in milk. Yeah, that's like, that's gotta be top, top, the top list of dumb things some of my friends have done when we've been stoned. Another dumb thing that we used to do is we would literally like leave my buddy's house. His mom knew that we were leaving, but like all the parents... We, we never called our moms and dads and were like, hey, we're going to go walk down to Circle K. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Don't worry about me. Okay. Like, no. My mom would have driven up to that freaking place, beat all of our asses, threw me in the car and taken my ass home. So I'd be like, all right, yeah, we're just going to go to 7-Eleven, guys. <laughs> we're not going to get caught. Thank God. Thank God. This was the prep sesh before we just actually smoked and we're high as fuck. Because we went to 7-Eleven, and my sister shows up at 7-Eleven when we're there buying snacks and stuff. She's like, how'd you guys get here? And we're like, uh, we walked. His house is right down the street. Does mom know you're here? No. Thank God it was my sister that caught us and not my fucking mom. Because my sister looks at me and goes, oh, okay, cool. What are you guys getting? Put it up on the counter. Like, I'll get, I'll get like, some of your stuff for you. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. The Savior, she's here. And then she even hands me, like, a pack of cigarettes with, like, 12 cigarettes left in it and goes, Oh, do you have any cigarettes, baby? Like, here, you can have these. I was the favorite. I've always been my sister's baby. I've always been spoiled by her. Even now, to this day, to this year, to last, like, the last four days, she will not go into Circle K and get herself a monster or, like, a drink or a snack or anything without buying me one, too, if I'm riding along with her. I mean, it got to the point that we were at 7-Eleven at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning the other night. And we got really, really hungry. So I was like, my, my homeboy that works at 7-Eleven, I hit him up. I'm like, hey, can you make us a pizza? And he's like, yeah, roll through. Turns out, he totally forgot to pull a few pizzas out to defrost. So we end up buying a frozen 7-Eleven pizza, which I don't even know if he's allowed to legally sell us. But, fuck it, we paid for the pizza. And, like... Drove around with it in the car, like, sitting up all over the heater in the front for, like, 30, 40 minutes. We're bullshitting. We're just literally out for a drive. That's another outdoor fun activity that I'll add to that list that was not mentioned on either article, which is just going for a drive. If you're with the right crowd, you're in the right state of mind, you're smoking the right strains. For me, it's got to be a sativa. Otherwise, I just zone out on the car ride. You jump in the car. You put on some energetic as fuck music. You vibe out. You have a good old time. You get snacks and munchies so you can snack down while you're driving around. Get something with a little bit of caffeine in it. I recommend like an Arizona tea or like a Monster or any kind of soda. Because if you're going to be cruising in a car, you want to be awake and aware enough that if you get pulled over, you can look at the cop and be like, oh, we're just out for a drive. I'm sorry. What, 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 what do we do? And if they try to like get on you for anything, just be like, oh, no, we're literally just out for a drive, you know, like having a good time listening to music. 
there are any drugs or weapons in the vehicle. If you have your vape on you, if you have like a stizzy on you, you should be safe because you can be like, oh, well, I have this, but like I'm not high. Like, you know, though you can try to say you're not high. I don't know how well that's going to work out for you. But anyways, the whole point of this is conceal, be ready, but also it's fun as fuck to go for a drive, dude. When one of my friends helped me move recently out of Riverside and back out here to the valley, literally the very first thing that we did once we get into his car is smoke. I'm hitting my pen. He's got a freaking pipe already packed and ready to go with extra bowls. Like he's got like his jar of weed like in the in the little like center console. And we're moving and what sucked about it was, swear to god, true story. I, I will get him on here one of these days to tell this story. The second we get on the freeway, there's literally five highway patrol officers stopping this one dude off the corner of the freeway. And he looks at me and he, he doesn't even look at me. He just goes, Nick, I'm going to have to ask you for the next like five to ten minutes to refrain from smoking any marijuana. And I look at him and go, way ahead of you, buddy. And he's just like, all right, cool. Like, nice. We're awesome. And it really got me because like. That's the first time I've ever seen him get, like, not, like, afraid, but, like, he was, like, sarcastic about it. Like, oh, watch out, man. There's cops there. Mind you, this is the same dude that I used to sit with out back of the restaurant and, like, down IPAs at night. Even though, like, bro, I'm not going to lie. Some of those IPAs that we had were absolutely, like, tasted fucking weird. And some of them tasted fan-fucking-tastic. And I still drink a couple of them to this day. Well, I don't. I get non-alcoholic beer. Because, you know, if I'm hanging out with friends and they're having a beer and I feel like I need to have a bottle in my hand, I'll, I'll ask them to pick something up that's either, like, really low in alcohol or no alcohol at all. I shouldn't say I don't drink, period. I do drink every now and then on the rare occasion, but I don't drink a lot. I might have, like, one or two drinks, but it's much, much less alcohol content in my life than there used to be. I smoke way more than I drink. Drinking is, like, an infinitesimal speck on the spectrum of things that I do, so... Let's be real. I know how I get when I drink too much. That's why I just really don't want to be that guy. But anyways, back to what I was talking about. So that was a pretty funny thing that happened when me and a friend were getting stoned too, is immediately getting on the freeway and having like five or six highway patrol officers just chilling right there while we've got pipes, paraphernalia, fucking weed, literally just weed in our fucking laps. Like I got like two pens on me. Like it was just, it was a bad time, dude. It was a really bad fucking sketchy time. Like, I know the homie was being sarcastic about, like, oh, you should stop smoking weed for the next 10 minutes. But at the same time, I felt like there was a note of, like, seriousness to that voice. So, I don't know. Now, another thing that's got to be in my top 10 list of things that my friends and I have done while stoned that's absolutely just terrible. Something you should never do. Something that's, like, not something that I would encourage you to do if you're, like, under the age of, like, 18 and... You know, your parents can genuinely get in trouble. My allergies are still getting to me. Sorry, guys. But, like, we took my buddy's mom's truck, which was technically his truck, but not his truck yet because he was still too young to get a driver's license. His mom throws us the keys and goes, okay, I'm going out for the weekend. If you boys need to go down the hill to get anything, take the truck. The registration and everything is paid. Just don't do anything stupid. You should be fine. Mind you... I was a year older than my buddy, but at the age of 16, I looked pretty much the same as I do now. So I looked already kind of like an adult. My buddy had baby face. 
there was no there was absolutely no chance that my friend was abs- was going to get away with like getting pulled over if he's like oh hi officer like well you know like he was a big dude but he had the baby face you could tell he was young he still looks young and he's old older shouldn't say old older but anyways, we get in the truck around like 8 o'clock because he's like, well, I don't want to go too late because if we go too late, it's going to look sketchy. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever, dude. We get in the car, well, truck, we're rolling down the hill, and we take the most straight, direct route to food and snacks that we could, which was straight down Highway 74 to the Walgreens, secure our snacks, hit up, don't even get back in the car, leave the car there, walk to the McDonald's across the street to grab McDonald's for dinner, walk back to the truck, get into the truck, and shoot straight back up Highway 74, back into my buddy's neighborhood, where it's like, it goes from being like a 20-minute drive to Circle K to like a 10, 15-minute drive down to like 7-Eleven. Or not 7-Eleven, Walgreens. 7-Eleven, I'll save that one for a couple more stories I got lined up for you. But anyways, like, that was a sketchy trip, because the plan was get in the truck, go, grab the stuff, grab the other stuff, and then come back. What ends up happening is, we end up taking a couple hits before getting into the truck, and I'm just like, oh, you know, it's not going to kill us to be a little bit stoned. It'll probably help you relax. He hands me the keys and goes, bro, you're driving. I'm like, oh, fuck my life. So I was like, all right, cool. So we get in the truck, and she's on manual. And thank God I can drive stick because, you know, get her in first, get her out of the neighborhood, heading down the hill. You know, I've kind of got her cooked in the third gear because the speed limit is 70 going down this hill, and I'm going, like, maybe 60, 65 just to kind of, like, Keep it going. I'm not even hitting the gas at this point. I'm just kind of like got her like drop her in a neutral, let her roll down the hill. That way you don't really got to worry about much except for the brakes. We get down the hill, pass through the light, get into the Walgreens parking lot, secure the snacks from Walgreens, cross the street, grab McDonald's, go back to the truck, and guess who's sitting in the parking lot of the Walgreens? There is literally a cop chilling over behind Walgreens. And my buddy's like, fuck, dude, there's a cop right there. We just smoked weed. What are we going to do? What are we doing? And I go, hold on. I got this. We're, we're, we're good. So I walk over to the truck, pop the tailgate down, and we sit there and start. E- I just start eating my McDonald's, talking to my buddy like nothing's happening. You know, we're fucking around on our phones and shit. Well, I had an iPod. He had a phone. And we look up, and I kind of like, don't do, don't do the full, like, tilt my head all the way up from my phone and look directly at the cop. But I kind of raise my eyes, like, enough to, like, look, like, directly, like, up at the cop. And we just see him, like roll out of the parking lot behind this other dude and pull this other guy over and they're sitting there talking I'm like okay let's go so the minute I see the lights come on and the cops start to leave like I jump in the truck my buddy and grab our food throw it in the center console like you know we got tons more food and like snacks and shit in the back seat pop the car into reverse truck I keep saying truck or I keep saying car when I should say truck I'm sorry I can't talk we've already established this pop it into reverse slam back pop it into drive well first Start rolling. Going up the hill, though, is much more of a pain in the ass as going down the hill. Because, yeah, it's still 65. But I got caught behind a motherfucker that was going, like, 35, 40 miles an hour because it was starting to get a little dark. And people freak out on this road. So I got my lights on at this point. We're rolling. I see the sign to turn off into the neighborhood. I click my turn signal, get into the lane. And who, guess who, fucking is, like, sitting right there around the corner. Facing towards 74. So I was turning and I had to pass him. So I just keep my head up, you know, I'm looking straight forward, and we roll by this cop. And, like, the cop kind of looks over and is, like, looking at us. And I just look at him and go, oh, hi, like, I wave and shit. 
and then immediately bank it into my buddy's neighborhood, back to the driveway. You know, I kick this truck into, like, third gear, slamming down the street. I'm just like, fuck, we gotta get it parked, we gotta get it parked. Long enough street, there's no way the cop didn't hear this truck's, like, stuttering, angry engine. But I finally start dropping gears, you know, we get back all the way down this long ass fuck. It's like literally like a quarter mile, half mile of a street, dude. It's ridiculous. We get into the driveway, car goes into neutral, hit that parking brake, and we just jump out. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, fuck, fuck. And he's like, what? I'm like, there's no way that cop didn't hear the engine. There's no way he didn't know that I freaked out. So we grab all of our shit, go inside, and my buddy is too scared to turn the lights on for about like 20 or 30 minutes. And I'm just like this whole time, I'm like, dude, he's not going to see your bedroom light from the street. We have a backyard and a gate right there. He's like, okay, but, but if he sees the light and he sees the truck, he'll put two and two together. He'll know we're here. And I'm like, he's going to know we're here anyway because the fucking truck's outside. And he's like getting paranoid at this point. So what do we do? The geniuses that we are, we decide to smoke again. Calm down. Night's good. Play some video games. Chill out. Relax. Vibe. Out. Like a light. And this next one, which is going to be the last story that I'm going to tell about my friends and I doing dumb shit while smoking weed. I know, I said I was saving 7-Eleven again for another story, so let's get into it. We decide one night that we're going to sneak out of my buddy's house, alright? We're sneaking out, we're going to go do whatever the fuck we want, you know, nobody's going to tell us, no, we're punks, and like, you know, oh, we're, we're sk- going to skateboarding, do this. So we sneak out, we smoke up at the little parking garage that I think I've mentioned in YouTube, or maybe on here a couple times. But in the rich-ass district district of town, El Paseo, the shopping district, the ritzy-ditzy, you know, Apple Store, Gucci, Valentino, Louis Vuitton, all that shit, they all had stores right there. So, we decide we're going to go to the parking garage and smoke, because this parking garage, half of it's underground, and you could chill on the stairs right there, and nobody can see you. Well, we were wrong, because security rolls up on us quicker than shit. And we bail out of there, you know, can run up this dirt side thing right there, and jump on our skateboards and slam down the hill before they can even get out of the parking garage. So I guess they just gave up on, like, looking for us. They probably could have caught us if they tried. Allergies, still bothering me. But anyways, we get all the way to the end of the street, and suddenly this dude doesn't stop at a right turn and starts turning down the street, like, directly at us, by the way. So I slam my foot down and stop my skateboard, end up splitting my pants at the seam in the middle. So we run over to 7-Eleven, because I'm looking for my, like, my, my friend's, my friend's older brother to kind of, like, go, like, hey, do you have any tape, or, do like, do you have any, like... You know, do you have, like, a stapler? I could fucking staple my jeans back together. Because that was something that happened once in a great, great while. But not to this degree. These jeans were toast. So he has a cell phone, and thankfully he lets me use his phone to call my mom. Where, mind you, we just smoked. So I call my mom. I'm like, Mom, I tore my pants, like, down the middle while skateboarding. Can you bring me some? I'm at 7-Eleven, like, with my my buddy and his brother. Like, what 7-Eleven you at, sweetie? The one on 111, you know, the one right over here by the house. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll be there in five minutes. I'll bring you some jeans. She shows up with some pants. I jump in the back seat of the car, change my pants. We got fresh pants on. My buddies are all standing there talking to my mom, pointing at me and laughing their asses off. And my mom is laughing too. And I'm just like, fuck, this is embarrassing. Like, my mom is going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Like, all this shit. She still gives me shit about it to this day. Like, I kid you not. I still get fucked with for this. For one tiny little error of mistake that I made. Like, and there's no way that my mom couldn't tell that we were all stoned because of how much they were all laughing and having a good time. 
but silver lining. After my mom brought me fresh pants, she took us over to Little Caesars, bought us like three pizzas, took us back up the hill, and dropped me and my friend off there and took my other friend home. Because he had to be home by like 10 and he asked my mom for a ride, which was cool. So, like, it was it was all good. My mom takes, well, no, I should change that order because she took the one friend home first because he was closer. And then drove me and the homie back up the hill. That's what happened. That's the correct order. I'm a little lisdexic. Sorry about that. But I remember when she dropped him off and she's kind of waving him goodbye. And so she turns back and looks at my other friend. She's like, okay, we're going to your house next. And he's like, yeah. She goes, all right, cool. I need to talk to your mom. Oh, dude, the, the moment of sheer terror in my head, I was like, she knows. She's going to tell his mom that we're stoned and that she picked us up at 7-Eleven and then got us food. Like, But then in my other side of my head, was like, wait, she bought us food. Which means she can't be that pissed if she bought us food. I put two and two together slowly in my head. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Everything's fine. I got my confidence. I'm good. Let's go. So we get up the hill, we get to my friend's house, she drops us off, and she goes, Oh, I just wanted to ask you, honey, if you need still needed those, like, I think she was asking her if she needed, like, some trees trimmed or whatever. My friend's mom was a single mom, so it's like, my dad would sometimes volunteer to help out, and he'd bring the boys up and help do lawns and shit to people's houses, which was cool. But she goes, Oh, no, 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 everything's fine, boys, come on, let's go. Oh, she got you food, oh, that's cool, like, go in your room, have fun. Proceeds to go into her bedroom, take, like, three melatonin and a screwdriver and pass out. And then me and my buddy decided to be the brave little toasters that we are. We fucking jump on our skateboards, cruise back down the hill. And we're at Circle K, magically. We grab some monsters, go skate over to Burger King. And just everything's absolutely perfect. The night is going just the way it planned. We get back to his friend's house. Well, we get back to my friend's house. And no one is awake. No one is aware. Nobody even gives a shit. Like, we're sitting in the room. There's Burger King. There's pizza. There's sodas, there's monsters, there's snacks. We spent that entire weekend, entire weekend playing Call of Duty. And I don't remember which Call of Duty it is, to be 100% honest with you. I think it was either Black Ops or Black Ops 2. It was one of those. I never played Ghost that much. Wasn't really a fan of Call of Duty Ghost. Uh, World of War is my all-time favorite Call of Duty game. I love playing the OG zombies matches. It's just fun. It's absolutely fun. But anyways, guys, there's a few quick fun little stories for me. I hope you enjoyed. I know this started off as a random-ass article about, like, fun shit to do while stoned. And then some random park shit in the middle. I mean, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm just kind of going through it, smoking, and giving you guys exactly what comes to mind. Which is why this is the factually 100% correct Stoner Thoughts podcast. Follow my train of thought if you can. I can't. Half the time. I can't follow it even when I'm, like, completely sober. But anyways, guys. But crank this music, let it ride, and I hope you guys have a great, fantastic day. I'll be at work tonight, so no podcast early morning edition. I might upload one tomorrow morning when I get home. But anyways, guys, have a good one. Take it easy, stay high, stay awesome. Adios.